Hey everyone, welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. According to producer James, who sometimes lies, this is episode 126. <laughs> um, I'm hoping you guys are all gearing up for Halloween, my favorite holiday of all time. Uh, producer James and I usually do um, couples Halloween costumes because we're just those white people. And I have to say, last year, we fucking killed it. We killed it last year. Um, I'll actually post on our Instagram and Facebook page uh, some of our past costumes. But last year, uh, James was Bob Ross. And I have to admit it, he he killed it. He really, really did. Uh, he had on the wig. He had the shirt. He had the paint. He, it, was a, it was a vibe. I was um, Frida Kahlo. And I have to, we looked good. We we looked good and everywhere we went people knew who we were we've also done, let me see what else we've done we've done one year i was the go-tooth fairy and producer james was a dentist then i think we did cookies and milk yep yes we did cookies and milk even though someone told producer james he was milkshake oh <laughs> uh, and curdled milk <laughs> um we also did the adams family and I think that's all the ones that we've done, like couple ones, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so this year, we're going to be Katniss Everdeen and Pita Morlock. So stay tuned. You know I'm going to post the pictures. Uh, I'm excited. I got my bow and arrow. I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got you a crossbow as well. Yes, yeah. yes. I have a cross, like a real crossbow. I don't know if I trust myself because if someone pisses me off, I'm like, you know what? I got something for that ass, and I'm going to get my crossbow out. So, what yes. Did call, what did I call you the other day? Who? Um, what did I call you? I don't oh, know. <laughs> you, were, you were black cactus. Your blackness yeah, every day. Yeah, and, and it, it wasn't funny the other day, and it's not funny today either. So, But Sorry. you just keep on over there giggling giggling alone <laughs> okay all right if you are a friend of the libra lounge you know what time it is it's time for the gab we know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty and that's probably true too let's gossip the gab with keisha all right, so lots of stuff going on in the news right now. Um, actually, I just saw a story. Uh, it was posted maybe an hour ago. Dorit from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had a home invasion oh. on Wednesday night, which, okay, that was last night. A home <laughs> invasion where she says that three gunmen came into her house, held her at gunpoint, and said that they were going to rob her while her kids were asleep. Now... I guess it's true. <laughs> Why would you doubt that? Because um, Dorit uh, does a lot of things for attention. I think she has caught a lot of heat from parts one and part from part one and part two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Which, by the way, check me out on Pink Shade. I get to guest co-host with the Aaron Martin, and we break down parts one and two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And if you listen to that, you may kind of understand why I'm like, I guess it's true. I don't know. But I hope she's okay. Her kids were in the house, allegedly, if this is true. Her kids were in the house, and I hope that everyone's okay. So... 
But the biggest story that everyone has been talking about, like, this is kind of universal because it doesn't matter how old you are, what race you are, what creed you are, everyone is talking about this story because everyone knows the Baldwins. Plus, it's just a bizarre story. Okay. So Alec Baldwin, was, was, were they in Arizona or New Mexico? One of those, like, desert states. Yes. He was filming a new Western movie, and I think the story is that the production assistant or the, the person, who's the person who's in charge of, like, the props? I, like, prop director? Something like that. Okay. Typically, yeah. He gave him a loaded gun instead of a gun with blanks in it, and... From my understanding, when Alec went to shoot the gun, something happened and it was ricocheted. And the DP was killed. Her name was Elena Hutchins. And also the assistant director was hurt as well. I think he just got released from the hospital. So did they actually conclude that it was a, a live round or if it was just a, a blank that, that shattered? Okay, so James, we've been know. doing this for a while. We all know that I report things that don't have all the facts. <laughs> so I rely on you to come and say, actually, and then you give us the whole breakdown. <laughs> you fucking up. You fucking up right now, okay? You literally just admitted that uh, you'll <laughs> I do it all the time. With yes, no I will literally see a headline be like, oh, I'm going to talk, talk about that on the show. Uh, I hope James has all the facts. But it really is a tragic story because this was a young wife, young mom, who is actually very celebrated in ho uh, in Hollywood. And people are starting to say that the um, the person who we can't remember what their title was, who handed Alec the uh, gun, he has had several issues with safety on sets. I mean, even stars like Nicolas Cage have come out and said, look, I, I, we stopped production because things were not safe. And apparently there were lots of reports that they got rid of like some of their crew because they're like, we're not working in a safe environment. There was been issues with production days. It just, there was a lot of unsafe things going on along with the fact that Alabama is like 700 years old. He shouldn't be handling any kind of, any kind, he's not Sylvester Stallone, okay? He doesn't need to be handling any kind of guns. Okay, okay, producer James has looked it up. I do, I got a little more info. Okay. So the, um, apparently, the, the armorer, so the person okay. on set that handles weapons. The guns is the armorer. Is the armorer. Oh, I like so that. So apparently, I like that there was a rookie armorer, okay. her name is Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, mm -hmm. who left the live round in the gun that Alec Baldwin used to accidentally kill um, Helena. Hutchins. Yeah. So it looks like the blame would be on the armorer because they're supposed to ensure the safety of the right. equipment being used by the actors. And from what I understand, the gun was an antique gun. So help me figure this out. Because if my job, my only job is to make sure that the weapons used are safe, how did a live round even, why was it in there anyway? So that's kind of a mystery. Uh, okay. Typically, you don't, I mean, on a movie set, you wouldn't have live ammunition. Yeah, unless, that's what I'm saying. Unless you are shooting a scene that requires, you know, to see that a bullet was fired. Damn, you CGI. Well, I'm just saying. So practical effects, like some movies, some movie makers want to use practical effects. Okay. Some want to use CGI, mm -hmm. things like that. So 
in this case, I'm assuming they were going for practical effect. Okay. Maybe there was a scene with that gun earlier where it had to show And then she shooting, didn't get it out. And she didn't get it out. Cause you, wow. Like some Westerns, if you see somebody's hand shooting a gun and hitting something, mm -hmm. sometimes that's a live round with the hand of a marksman doing that, okay. not the actor. Okay. So it's possible. I don't know if those details are there yet, but. Seems like it's like she fucked up big she time. Left a, she, it, and it did say a live round. Yeah, so she's gonna face some kind of negligence charges or something like that. Oh, they have they sure. haven't done it as of yet, but it's coming. I mean, it's an accidental it's it's almost like an occupational hazard right. kind of death. Right. But yeah. And this has led a lot of people to go back to the story of Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's mm -hmm. son who was also killed, but he was killed with a blank. So he was killed, exactly. So even though something's a blank, mm -hmm. there's still an explosion. Right. And there's still shrapnel and, and pieces mm -hmm. of metal that can come out. Right. And yeah, in Brandon Lee's case, it was a blank that was, um, it, it had just shattered. Right. And he got killed from that. Yeah, I just feel like, to me, if we had Avatar, the movie, which was nothing but CGI. And that movie was good. And we still have wait still we have been waiting what 15 years for part 2 to come out. If they created a whole planet with <laughs> occupants that by you know what 2 minutes of seeing them we really think they're real and they were in planes, they had weaponry. All of this was done by CGI. I don't think that you know you really need to have a live round on a movie set. So, well, no, you don't need a live round. But think about this. Think about John Wick. Look how many oh, times. Okay. Whoa, okay. Okay. Wait. Right. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Totally different. There, John Wick can do no wrong. <laughs> Everybody on the crew is superb. They know what they're doing. No one has ever been accidentally killed on set. And that's a lot of goddamn shooting and guns on there. So my point is, is that look at how many times a gun is fired, right. and it needs to look like it was fired. Yeah. That's why, I mean, you can't CGI every single gunshot. You could, but it would be expensive. This is what I think. So, I think that they probably use all live rounds in John Wick, but the <laughs> bullets so afraid of Keanu Reeves, they're like, we're not going to kill nobody. We're not going to hurt nobody. We good. We good. Okay. So, not that this story is funny in the least bit, but I didn't realize how old Alec Baldwin was. He's like 68. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, no, that'd be like well, our dad's going on set to a Western. <laughs> like at sixty-eight, you need to be the uh, the barkeep. Yeah, <laughs> but Clint Eastwood was like he's not three hundred. He's not still Clint. shooting guns. He he's not Clint. That's that's why I said he's not Sylvester Stallone. He's no, he's fucking a Baldwin. Yeah. And the okay, I got a giggle <laughs> off of this because Alec Baldwin's wife Hilaria, she, of course, she released a statement just with her condolences. But when I read it, I was like, I wonder if she like said it in her fake Spanish accent. Because <laughs> you remember, like, it was the last year or the year before, she got busted for pretending like she was Spanish. And the bitch is not Spanish at all. She wasn't born in another country. English is her first and only language. Like, she decided, she culturally appropriated Spaniards, okay? She decided, like, she legit had people thinking that she was truly Spanish, and then her parents in an interview, they're like, okay, so <laughs> y'all have a Minnesotan accent. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They were and like, hey, Hilarious from Spain. How does that work? So, yeah, I thought that was pretty like funny. she like a janitor? She's just, I'm like, I, people was are Was she just trying weird. to do like a full Sofia Vergara? 
Kenneth no, Payne. she was legit. <laughs> I am Spanish. I speak Spanish. I have an English Spanish accent. All of this, none of it was true. So here's what's even worse about this whole thing. You know, Alec Baldwin is is very very anti-gun. Oh. Right. So, but he has no problem acting in action movies that yeah. require shooting. But um, now Donald Trump Jr. is selling shirts that says Alec Baldwin kills people, which is That's just so terrible. Stupid. I know it's terrible. Yeah, that is, that's that's pretty shitty. <laughs> that is really trying hard to stay irrelevant, to stay relevant to me. There is yeah. no reason for him to do that. See, that's rich people shit. That you is, have so much money yeah. that you go out and get shirts made for that. Like no one's gonna buy that shirt except for oh, like no. your plenty brothers. of people are buying it that's because so plenty dumb. of people are fucking assholes. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. speaking of assholes, <laughs> <laughs> Boosie and Lil Nas X are in the news because they have got some major internet beef, okay? And I have to say internet beef because to me, real beef is I'm in your face, you in my face, somebody's about to go knock a few butt and get knocked the fuck out, which is not the case most times with celebrities, unless you're Cardi B and Nicki Minaj <laughs> at that one gala where they were... That was a that was a real cat fight. So I don't know how the original beef started, but Lil Nas X made a statement last week on the Twitter, and he said that uh, he said that he and Boosie were going to be collabing on a song, which wasn't true. Okay. But it it goes back to the, whatever the original beef was, and he just had to bring up Boosie's name. Well, Boosie didn't take very kindly to that at all. And this is what he replied to on the Twitter. Stop trolling me, faggot, laugh out loud. You a whole bitch playing with a gangster, shaking my head. You could keep sucking dick and getting <laughs> fucked in your ass. Oh my God. <laughs> fucked in your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you, Lil Nas X. If you commit suicide, you would do the world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Damn. Yeah. And he carrying a whole baby. You know, I, I, right? <laughs> I feel like uh, Boosie has a lot of internal gay f sexual frustration because. So, yes, but so is there outrage for him using that language? Is he trying to be, are people trying to cancel him? So here's saying... what's funny, and this is going to surprise you too. Yes, there are some people who are very upset. One of them not being Lil Nas X, because you cannot <laughs> fucking phase Lil Nas X, because he will address the situation without addressing the situation. Yeah. Because I want to say his response was to, this is tragic. I've never been so offended in my life. It is October such and such, and they have not played Halloween Town on Disney Channel. <laughs> that was his response to it, which is classic. Like you, if I'm sure he was shaking a little bit, but he's never gonna let you see him sweat. Look, here's the thing: you're a gay black dude in hip hop. You've been called exactly a yes. hundred thousand times yes. growing up. That ain't nothing. Yes. So who? Funny who came to Boosie's defense was my girl, Lil Frida. Lil Frida. I said Lil Frida. Big Frida. Because <laughs> I was saying. Boosie's defense? Yes. Well, and what she said was I think TMZ called her at the airport um, and they asked her about it because if you know Big Frida, the Queen Diva, um, she is a, a gay man who sometimes does cross dress a little bit. Never super, super feminine, but she does wear makeup, hair extensions, carries a purse, and all of that kind of stuff, but she's not 
She's not transgender, but she does go by he or she. She said, look, I don't think that Boosie is necessarily homophobic. I think there's a beef between he and Lil Nas X. And what, when you have a beef with someone, what do you do? You go for the jugular. Sure and do. I think that's what he did. But I, what they have to keep in mind, they're doing this shit on Twitter. Well, and that's what, again, I don't get it. Like, that being said, I, I haven't seen any of the headlines asking Not to cancel Boosie or you It's know, been to in there, but there's been no cancel stuff because it's black culture as well. Well, it didn't work for Dave Chappelle. Oh, shit. They ain't going to cancel Dave Chappelle. No, I mean, because but trying to. They're trying to. Here's my thing. If I had issue with Lil Nas X, I'm going to call him because I don't want any receipts. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to be like, you little bitch-ass gay nigga. I'm going to whoop your ass when I see you. That's why you sucking dick. Da -da -da. You say that word. There's no proof going on to that. <laughs> exactly. Not that I would ever say any of those um, any of those slurs because, you know, I'm a big supporter of the jail, of the LGBTQ plus plus. Yeah, the community. Yes, I'm down with the kids, okay? But my thing is, when you when you really trying to get a bitch, you don't leave receipts because, to me, someone's always going to try to say, oh, well, look at this. I've got proof of what they said. Exactly. No, I'm going to come whisper it in your ear. And, and while you sleeping at nighttime, I'm going to creep in and whisper <laughs> this shit in your ear, okay? When you wake up all confused and shit, you're like, was that a dream? Was Boosie really about... Boosie, was that? So you got to pick up the phone and say, Boosie, hey, you was in my house last night? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but these guys take always take it to Twitter because, where everyone can yeah. see it. Well, because any publicity is it's good, good publicity. publicity. I mean, yeah. Beef yes. sell. Yes. So now, so now let's play this out. So you got, you got the beef. You right. got the angry um, uh, uh, tweets. Now somebody about to release a song. You're going to have a diss track. <laughs> two more diss track replies and then you're going to have the collaboration to squash then they'll the be on versus how many records so, yeah, yeah i mean exactly. it's it's <laughs> but in boosie's defense i truly believe that he was pissed off because he knows what a risk it is especially right now to make homophobic uh statements and he made a lot of them well, he, obviously i mean he called him a fag of a concern and that is right up there with saying a nigger or spick or gook or something like that it is like is that the right word you said goop gook there you go okay <laughs> see that's how y'all know i'm not racist <laughs> and thanks folks thanks folks for the last libra lounge on apple <laughs> no now y'all know that i'm not really racist because i can't even see the say the slurs correctly <laughs> Um, he took a big risk because he could, because we are living in cancel culture. He could have easily have been a lot of things, kept, but I mean, Boosie not, I mean, a lot of people don't even know who Boosie is. So yeah. he, in a way, could have been using Lil Nas X for more attention. But I got to say something. I love Lil Nas X. Yeah, me and too. I love him. I can't stand his music. I don't like Dave, hip hop. you are so white. But. You said Little Nas X is Lil. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Lil. I'm not a fan of his music, although Montero was a jam. I'll give him that. Uh, but the way that he handles shit, the pictures with him being pregnant, the way that he, like you said, the way he responds to shit, it's I hilarious. love him Yes, for that. yes, he is hilarious. He's confident. I love his whole story, just, you know, his breakout story. He had been trying to get into the hip-hop industry for so long. It wasn't working, so he's like, you know what? Fuck it. 
I'm going to go this country route, get Billy Ray Cyrus on my song, and I'm going to have all the white kids jam into this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and look at him now. Now he's able to do what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. He did He did a music version of John Travolta, of John Travolta and Pulp Fiction. And Pulp Fiction, Like, yes. all of a sudden, boom, yeah. now I'm on the scene. Yeah, now and I'm he's here. on the scene. I don't think yep. he's going anywhere. He doesn't give a fuck. He <laughs> is. He, he will battle it out with anyone. He's calm, cool, collected, but he's always got the good clapbacks. Because what better way to address the issue let without addressing the issue that would piss me off oh so you're gonna act like i ain't say what i said you know what i mean he, he's smart he's smart okay so i'm so sick of this i'm so sick of this story brian laundry's body was found the end okay moving right <laughs> along <laughs> and next and next so nene leaks whose husband greg we really are moving on yes i'm moving on there i don't need to say shit else about it like okay we got it. Like, R.I.P. Okay. Um, I just don't feel, I don't understand why we're still covering the story. Like, okay, we know who killed Gabby. He's dead. There's not going to be an arrest. There's not going to be a trial. Why are we still talking about it? Why do we have to know that his body's being cremated? Like, he's a murderer. Who cares? I don't, I still don't get why this story of all stories got so much publicity. Dead white girl. And she was cute. And D I, yeah. D-W-S. Yes, yes, Dead you're right. Syndrome. So, moving right along. Um, Nene Leakes, whose husband Greg died probably a little bit more than a month ago. Well, the old Nene is back because she threw her once BFF Cynthia Bailey under the bus by saying, you know, she's not happy that Cynthia did not show up to Greg's celebration of life. Now, I got to admit, whenever I was looking at the pictures you know, right after the celebration of life, I was like, where's Cynthia at? Because they had so many of the housewives, even the housewives who Nene had beef with, they were there to show support for she, her son, uh, Greg's other kids, blah, 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 blah. But Cynthia was not there. But Cynthia's sister Mallory was there. And if, if you don't know who these people are, they're from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, so she goes, I don't understand why Cynthia was there. I thought that it was, you know, kind of fucked up that she wasn't there. Um, and then she's like, I mean, she did come like a week later, but I mean, it wasn't to the celebration of life. And Cynthia's reasoning for not being able to go there is because she had to work. I don't know what she was doing because... Uh... You know, she's not on the show anymore. <laughs> she and got stuff. No, uh, she's doing uh, things. But none of those ventures have been quite successful. I mean, she's tall. Yeah, she's tall. <laughs> um, it's a job. And so Cynthia was like, you know, I do feel bad that Nene feels bad. But to me, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I do understand that Cynthia had to work. I mean, she's got to pay her bills. But I do understand Nene, I mean, some of her arch nemesis were there. And then someone who was once her BFF, and they're back on friendly terms, was not there. But, again, in Cynthia's defense, I'm not a person who goes to funerals, celebrations. I've been in one celebration of life. And I, you know what? That's the way to go out like that. It, it's not overly sad emotionally. Funerals are fucking traumatizing to me. I, I No, I don't, I don't do them. I'm the person who will, okay, it's a week later. Everything's kind of calm. People have gone home. The phone calls have kind of lessened. I'm the girl who's going to cook you a meal and take that over there to you then. You know what I mean? So in that aspect, I get I, I get 
Cynthia, I just don't feel there was a need for Nene to put her on blast about it. No. Now, what was fucking funny was she said that the housewives were fucking cheap. She goes, why was it that the housewives had to get together, collect money to send me a $200 floor arrangement? Y'all can do that individually? <laughs> she said they went cheap in regards to Greg. Okay. I got to agree with her on that one. I do. I have to agree with her on that one. I feel like it would it would have meant so much more to her if the girls who were in the in, you know in the money collection for the flowers, <laughs> girl, I put my twenty in. <laughs> you put your twenty in. I put my twenty in. Well, I put in forty because that's how bitches are. <laughs> I feel as though they all can easily afford a two hundred dollar floral arrangement. There was no, why did they have to do it collectively? That's so dumb. And it was cheap. Nene's right. That was cheap. That would have pissed me off. I mean, but of course, you know, if it were James, I would still be in mourning and wearing black and sitting at home with the drapes closed, <laughs> drinking a martini. Like yes, I, you know, I would have been in complete mourning. But I got to agree with her. That was pretty, it's not cheap for us average people. Yeah, we got like $200 floor. Nah, we're going to all have to put a little something in on this. But these are the housewives. Yeah, I mean, they flaunt everything about their lifestyle. Exactly. And all of a sudden, for something that you legitimately yeah. should drop some coin on. Yes. Nah. And, you know, and ordering flowers and sending them is pretty damn easy to do. It's real easy. In fact, yes. it's the cop out a lot of people do exactly. to not go to the funeral. To not go to the funeral. So yeah, I gotta agree with her. I don't, I don't 100% agree with her putting Cynthia on blast. I feel like that is something they could have talked about. Uh, not publicly. But yeah, I would have put the housewives on blast. Like, you cheap motherfucking bitches. Don't y'all come over here to my house. Don't go, don't come to my lounge. Do not show up at the Lanithia lounge unless y'all all gonna collectively order a martini together. Y'all all gonna put in a little something, something. Okay, when we get back from this break, we're gonna talk about bad hair extensions and other reality TV stars. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to remind you guys to make sure that you are following us on social media, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. You can also subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, the TuneIn app, the Laughable app, iHeartRadio, and now Amazon Music. Amazon. Amazon. I love Amazon. I, I wonder if they'll give me a discount code. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Probably not. I don't know. And coming soon to Spotify. Oh, I don't think I've ever listened to anything on Spotify. 
I haven't either. I know. Now, Skylar uh, does. Our daughter, Skylar, does. She listens to all our music on Spotify. Yeah. But yeah. that's pretty awesome. So pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Hey, if you enjoy the show, drop us a review. We love it. It makes us feel good. And it makes when other people go, they're like, oh, this show must be good. They have five stars. So, yeah, leave <laughs> us a review. Um, okay. Now let's get back into it. So Cal Lowry, uh, star of Team Mom 2, who's also guest. been a former guest on the show. I know her. I've known her since she was 16 and pregnant. Uh, I've been there for all the births of her children. I've been through lots of relationships with Kale. Um, I, Kale and I even DM'd each other about heavy periods one time. Um, so, yeah. But Kale does the most. She, you know, there's some people that just thrive in misery and they create their own drama but then they always say that everyone else around them is drama and it's like okay but what's the common denominator is you boo it, it's you so surprise surprise if you follow her on social media or if you follow any of the uh, social media accounts that are about team mom you will know that she's back in the news because she put a baby daddy number three on blast chris lopez for not paying for their two sons, Lux and Creed's medical bills. Now, granted, she was probably already upset, but she really got mad because he jetted off to Miami. And her whole point was, look, if you can jet off to Miami, you need to take, take care of your responsibilities before you do so. Well, Kel, you have babies with a black man. That's just what they do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you laid down and you had two. So what she did was she uh, went to Instagram and she uh, took a screenshot of her requesting $50 from Chris on Cash App. But she had requested it so many times and he denied it so many times, it wouldn't even let her request it anymore because it says, C. Lopez has denied this request so many times. And I, I want to say it said, ask for cash in person. <laughs> Damn. I was like, okay. Which <laughs> she then posted a video. She's like, look. Just because I have the money doesn't mean that all the responsibility for the boys is on me. But hell, he didn't have a job when you got pregnant for him neither time. Like, what do you expect? Now, and I'm not taking up for Chris at all, okay? If you are a parent, yes, you are supposed to split half of the medical bills, extracurricular activities, blah, 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 blah. And I'm pretty sure, I think she did take him to court for child support, but I she can't be getting a lot because I, I think he's, if he's got a, I don't know if he has a real job. I think he's had jobs and then not have them. Black guy stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's a hashtag now. Right. And um, yeah, he's a podcaster. So I've never listened to oh, his podcast. Oh, he's got no fucking money then. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if, it's, if he's got a successful podcast, if he's making money from his podcast. He very well could because he was going to Miami with his uh, podcast co-host. So, I, I, yeah, I just... Uh, I I, we've yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, maybe he's making a little bit of money. But my thing is this, is that you, she gets into these situations with these guys. And then she doesn't want to share the kids with them. She gets upset when they move on. And I, and I really, truly feel, because she has stated that, 
Chris was the one that she was in love with the most, but he was also the most toxic. She's had to go to therapy for that. Like, Kale, stop lying. You had to go to therapy because your mom was a fucked up parent to you, number one, and pretty much abandoned you. And you put all of those issues into your relationships with your kids' dads, okay? Uh, but I'm all for putting a baby daddy on class. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I think that shit's hilarious. And then you have to think about the fact that with them, they have to pay pay for private insurance. They don't they don't have insurance from MTV. So she was saying that, like, as a matter of fact, she was saying for 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 both of her boys with Chris, she pays six hundred dollars a month for health care insurance. So yeah, I I don't doubt that, but I know what a lot of reality stars do is they'll join um the sag the the screen actors guild okay and or they'll join that or they'll join um uh, aftra and those guilds have insurance so like if you do a commercial or two like there's a minimum set of requirements but if you're on tv you can get into sag and then you can get insurance as an actor it's one of the reasons they have the guild Okay, so I don't know so, if that's I mean, what she's so. doing. Maybe so. Maybe she just doesn't want to do that. I um, know. I don't know if that's what she's doing, but this this has been ongoing since she had the f- first kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she just seems to make really bad decisions. She does, and she gets pregnant <laughs> with all the bad decisions. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's like there's no difference between Kale because she's on television and so many other baby mamas that they get knocked up by a dude who doesn't have a job, cheats on them, emotionally abusive. She's even said that he was physically abusive. And then you have another baby for them. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then you expect for things to flow well. This person is going to be a great co-parent? No. That's what I don't get. It's like, do you think they that do you think they just think that they can change that person because they have a baby with them? Kale mm. needs to worry about changing Kale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to worry about changing Kale before she tries to change Chris Lopez cuz Chris is laughing at everything she does. You know what I mean? And then he then he claps back sometimes too. He was like you know, she says all this shit, but y'all don't hear the things that she does. And I can imagine co-parenting with Kale. I think it, she's always upset with someone. She can go off at the mouth, but then she wants to be sensitive when people say things about her. Kale's got a lot more therapy to go through. I think she's a great mom. I think she's a good business person, but she's got a lot of stuff going on that she, I don't know if she takes medicine, but I think she may want to add the medicine to her therapy. And hey, and I do. That's that's no tea. That's no shade. That no pink lemonade. Hey, do what you got to do to feel right. And I mean, you're raising boys. That's hard enough. Yes, as a, as a mom, you're raising I mean, boys, and you're constantly fighting with three dads. They're witnessing all of this. You so, got to find. You got to make your own peace. You got to make your own peace. <laughs> Another funny thing was uh, Javi, who is her ex-husband, and she shares Lincoln with, he was like, I I can only communicate with you via email. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't allowed to call, text, come by. No, just email. That, it, it cannot be, you've got three different dads, okay? They're of different ages, different walks of life. Some of them, two of them have other kids. I think Chris has another one on the way. They ain't all lying because they're not all getting together <laughs> and saying, let's gang up on Kel. Kel is the common denominator. As a matter of fact, in the same article, 
I think she talked about it on her podcast, Coffee Convos, with Lindsay Chrisley. She was like, I hate Joe now more than I've ever hated him. Now, Joe is the first baby daddy. That's how we know uh, Kale is from 16 and pregnant with Joe. And they had Isaac, which we've watched him go up and down, up and down. But when it comes down to, and I love Kale. I really, really, really like Kale a lot. But when it comes down to it, from what we see on the show, and then what, because Joe doesn't really do social media nothing like that from what we see it looks like Kel is always the aggressor she's always the perpetrator in these situations with the dads but she always wants to blame the dads or their wives or their girlfriends whatever they're whatever they got going on so i wish them luck take his ass to court you know i mean but you can't get child support for someone who doesn't have a job. Because believe me, podcasting ain't playing, gonna pay no bills. Okay, all right. So now to my queen, the queen of all the real housewives, Teresa Judice. Y'all know I love me, Teresa. Some, some Teresa. She's an asshole. She's goofy. But I just, I love her style. I love how she's with her girls. I love her. I just love Teresa. I don't always like how she treats people, though. But anywho, she got engaged to her boyfriend, Louis, who, does anyone really like Louis? He's got, like, he's got those weird gum-chewing teeth. Like, his two front teeth look like chiclets. Are those those little, those, those gums? They just, yeah, he just looks weaselly to me. Uh, I actually uh, guest co-host on Pink Shade, like I mentioned earlier, and we kind of talked about this a little bit. And I compared him. I said, he is like one of the Sweet Tooth characters. He is a hybrid baby. He looks like he is half Italian, half weasel. But then Aaron Payne said he looks like a fair. And I'm like, that is what he, it is. He kind of reminds me. Remember when we watched Suicide Squad? The weasel? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There's just something about him I don't like. He, he's really, he's too into his looks for me. Uh, and then when he, you know, when they first started dating, the ex-girlfriends, ex-wives came out and just said how he was kind of abusive, demanded sex so many times a day. I don't know. But for Teresa's sake, I hope that he is a great partner to her. He's a great husband. I hope it lasts. I just don't feel like it. There's just something about him. And I'm not the only one who feels this way because whenever there's a post uh, on social media about him, everyone's like, oh, he's so super creepy. There's just something creepy about him. And then the whole proposal was so staged, okay? What are the chances that Teresa would have been in a white, yeah, a white sleeveless long flowing dress for the proposal and then here's the thing so you know how people do the signage where you get the big letters to spell out things he didn't even put will you marry me the motherfucker put marry me <laughs> he <laughs> couldn't <laughs> afford the will you that or he just like i know you gonna marry me like it's you're it's gonna do script. it We're yeah <laughs> so i don't think so I'm wondering, this will probably be covered on the upcoming season because I think they're still recording. So we'll get to see like all of uh, her fellow castmates' reactions to it, blah, 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 blah. But Teresa is also coming out with a new jewelry line. Jewels by Teresa. I already told producer James, I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you got to fake an accident. I don't care if you got to sell a toe. 
I want some jewelry by Teresa. She is not, if you go to Instagram, she's got a page, she's got a website, but it all says coming soon. So I have no idea what the price is going to be like, but I hope Teresa does me right. Okay, Teresa, do me right. Make some of the shit affordable so I, I can get it. But congrats to Teresa. Um, oh, this is funny. Okay. Angelina Jolie is by far an A-list celebrity, okay? She comes from, uh, she's a legacy actor, okay? Her dad is John, John Voight. She's been married to some other A-listers. Uh, she was married to Billy Bob Thornton and she, everyone's dream boy, Brad Pitt, okay? That's who she got all them litter of kids from. So she was in Rome for the premiere of The Eternals and oh my God, she looked great. Uh, she had two of her girls, she had her kids there, they looked great. But whoever did her hair fucked it up with the extensions. They put them on so wrong. Okay, so I think I'm going to try to find a picture of it and post it in the uh, Instagram stories. You can see exactly where her hair stops and the extensions are in. There's no flow. It's like they didn't even comb the shit together, okay? You're supposed to make it look... Okay, so a lot of the times when you do put on clipping extensions... You put them on different rows so that it looks more real and it looks fuller. No, that's not what they did. They said, okay, Angelina, your hair stop right here. We're we going to put the extensions right here, okay? <laughs> it looks so bad. And I'm like thinking to myself, did Angelina not look in a mirror before she went out? Like, it's beyond noticeable. I'm like, you better get you a black hairstylist because they're not going to have you looking like that. I mean, it just looked rough and it's embarrassing and this comes on like you know there was a few years back that angelina was doing press and her makeup was jacked up like the person put too much highlighter on it it literally looked like her eyes were doing coke because it had so much highlighter <laughs> underneath her eyes it was just bad angelina you need to get you a whole new glam squad because they are not doing you right at all okay when we get back i'm going to list some of my favorite scary slash halloween movies Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. So you guys know that Halloween is my favorite, favorite, favorite season. And I love scary movies. Uh, unlike my punk ass husband who's afraid of scary movies, okay? I get nightmares. Yeah, because yeah, you're a, a pansy. So I just wanted to list, like, everyone's got their traditional Halloween and scary movies. But here are some of my favorite ones if you're looking for movies to watch over the weekend. Okay. Uh, Child's Play TV show. Okay. You've got to check out the new Child's Play TV show, it is called Chucky, and it's on USA. It is phenomenal. All right, so Paranormal Activity. Halloween, the first one, the very first one, not all 20 of them in between. And then also the Rob Zombie version is really, really, really good. He did the, uh, like, the reboot. Yes, right? he did, I and did it's see great. That, one. that yes, was good. It was good. Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. That one fucked up my childhood a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Exorcist. The so, huh? One thing about the Exorcist. Exorcist today, yes. people. It might not be as scary as people think. Right. My dad saw the Exorcist in the theaters, Ooh. and he said people cried, people left, people got sick. Oh. It, no, really, it was. They never saw anything like it. That's awful. That's awful. Okay, so we also have the Exorcist, the Descent. That is a scary movie, and a lot of people still have not seen it. It is so good. Human Centipede, the first one, okay? Mm. 
Ugh. Yeah, okay, look. That one right there, <laughs> that's a whole new level of creepy. And it's scary because I believe someone would try to do this shit. Okay, Drag Me to Hell. I watched it the other night. It is just a classic, okay? Every night that it's, show's on for it's you. It's so good. I love Drag Me to Hell. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, one and two, phenomenal. Some of the best scary, two of the best scary movies. Do not watch the trash show. That is part three. That is only shown on Sci-Fi Channel. Um, Ghost Ship. Not a lot of people have seen this one. It's a good, it's spooky. It's got some jump scares. I love it. So that is my Halloween scary movie list. Enjoy them this weekend. Get liquored up and watch this shit and laugh. We'll be right back with Bitch Please. Bitch Please. You be rolling down the street. Telling stories, bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie. Producer James and I would like to thank all of you for tuning in to this episode of the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Just a quick reminder to follow us on Instagram and like, wait, is it, wait, like is, wait, which one is, okay, wait. Instagram, follow. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Yes. Subscribe to us on um, YouTube. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Tune in app. The Laughable app. It was funny. Now we're all like. Uh, we're like, like late night. Radio. Yeah, yeah, we're like late night uh, radio where they're playing like. like yeah, like when I was a kid, when my parents <laughs> were listening to like late night radio, if we were going somewhere, it's called The Quiet Storm. The Quiet <laughs> <laughs> that was on 102. That was a real thing. You're yes. Right. I remember that. The Quiet the Storm. Quiet storm. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, we're going to sit here with our smooth <laughs> voice and talk about calming topics. While we play Phil Collins. All Phil Collins, all the time. <laughs> on The Quiet Storm, 102 FM. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, it is time for me to award the Bitch Please of the Week. From the Libra Lounge. So, uh, if you guys follow me on social media, you know I have a niece. Um, her name's Myla. She's turning two this Saturday. And I absolutely love being an aunt. She actually calls me Kiki. I love her. She can do no wrong. She's perfect in every way. But, oh, my gosh, she's turning two. And, boy, is she terrible. So last week, we had her for four days. Her mom had a work trip. Her dad was going to be working. So uh, me and my mom and producer James and Skylar helped a little bit. But it was mostly me and my mom. And, oh, my God. You cannot tell me that when God created toddlers, this is what he did. He said, on the seventh day, I'm going to sit down and research bipolar alcoholics. And from there, he created toddlers. Oh, my God. They're, okay, Skylar didn't hit terrible twos, but Myla has it. So our four days were filled with cookie, cake, yum, yum, then no. And that's just Keisha. <laughs> I haven't got the baby yet. I have not heard no so many times in my life. She was she's hot and cold. One minute she's like, Aw, baby. And when she sees any animals, she goes, 
hey boy, hey boy, because all animals are boys. And then you think she's in a sweet, caring, loving mood, and you're like, Molly, can I have a kiss? No! Then she chose on her own saliva because she's faking. It's not real. It's just faking, okay? Bluey. I cannot get the theme song to Bluey out of my head. But let me say, Bluey is a good show. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, if you're stuck watching a kid, Bluey is most definitely the way to go. She broke all the rules. She didn't follow any rules that her mom laid down for us. Her bedtime, 8.30. This girl was up to midnight 30 every night. Jump, she'd go from room to room, jumping in our beds, eating snacks, watching TV, dancing, and then the the, the notorious <laughs> A bipolar alcoholic. This is why I say this. One minute she's laughing, next minute she's crying. One minute she's drinking, next minute she's choking. <laughs> Highs and lows and everything in between. Oh, just, you know, and I was like, I don't remember this with Skylar, but then again, I was in my early 20s. I, it wasn't a big deal, you know what I mean? I had the energy to do it. Well, and by this time, you've been doing it for every single day. Consecutively, she was she was staying the night with us. She stayed the night with us. She woke up with us, and so we were th we were afraid that you know she would wake up and just be like, "Where's my mom?" After like a day, oh fuck no! She was like party. She wore her little jeans. She's just and I miss her. I mean, and we have her once or twice a week, every week anyway. But four consecutive days, I mean, one day I told James, I said, it was like 9.30 and I said, James, I, I, I don't think I've eaten since 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> then you find yourself snacking off of whatever they're snacking on. <laughs> and she eats like a gutter raccoon. I was like, oh, my God. Then when we picked her mom up from the airport, her mom, they drink water. They are water drinkers. Mala drinks water, and I was like, oh, she ain't had no water in all these days. We don't have that here. Well, yeah, she was like, well, what does she drink? Uh, apple juice and milk. <laughs> so it was everything scheduled that her mom had for her, we got rid of, like, immediately. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. Rules. I, yes, and she is the epitome of terrible twos. I just like, I don't know, but toddlers are assholes is my point to this. So toddlers around the world, you all get the bitch please from the Libra Lounge Keisha. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you have a great rest of the week and be safe and stay sucker free. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.